Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy Jesus! Oh, I didn't do the backup. Let me oh, do the backup. I'm doing a backup. Wow, you really killed my uh, intro boner Sorry. there, man. That was. Uh, well, I don't want to have another fuck up. We fucking we uh, got we really blew it. We 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 recorded a hot app, hot app. It was a lunch hot. lunch app, and then we sent it off to Shelbo, and he said, "Well, we only got." Joe List Mike. I know. Well, we, which we tried to explain last week, but we had to record over the phone yeah. to try to make it happen. We want to. I want to start with a big apology. Big apology for the uh, the sound. I guess the sound was bad. We tried to. We were gonna go in and have Shelby do it, but we didn't. He couldn't do it till later. We yeah. had to do it earlier. You know, they say never apologize. Who That's says like that? the new thing. Like if you ever get in trouble, just don't apologize. Just own it. Yeah, I think that's silly. First of all, we didn't get in trouble. No, no I'm not saying uh. I'm just saying in, if you get in trouble in showbiz. Yeah, we've talked about that. I don't know. We didn't get in trouble. We just fucked up. Yeah, apologize if you want to apologize and don't apologize if you don't want to apologize. All right. Well, if you feel like you did something wrong, apologize. Yeah, I suppose so. But, but I guess if you don't, if you told a joke, don't. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a good joke. But if you hurt someone's... I don't know what the fuck. Who oh, gives a fuck? Okay. But anyways, we got a backup recording. Hopefully we got this thing working. We got the things plugged in. We checked the levels. I see the... the is it the regulation bar? What do you call that? The EQ. Well, here's the thing about checking the levels. I don't know what a level looks like. It's like smelling the milk. I don't know what to fucking look for here. Milk, I know. You know milk, you but you don't know levels. It. You can smell a sour mill. Yeah, but I think if it's like super sour, but sometimes it's in between. Yeah, you don't want a sour soup. I never know meat either. I We, we ate meat earlier. We had the big male dinner yeah, yeah. thing. And by the way, poor showing this year. Well, men are struggling. Every year we have this big men's lunch, and it's all these. Com- there was about, you know, half the amount as last. Maybe not half, but uh, it's about twenty percent less than a couple of trans, I think. Well, by the way, first of all, usually we recognize everybody. Yeah, there's a few people you don't like or whatever, but like sure. or don't love. This year there was like. Nine guys, and I'm like, I don't know who any of those people are. It was yeah. like a whole row of people, and I feel like they might be moles or spies oh, or gays. God, you got to lance those moles. You don't want them around. Well, there was one guy. His name was Lance. There was one guy there, uh, Lance Berkowitz, and uh, who's that? Is that somebody? Muslim fella. Oh, Lance Berkman. Berkman. I think is a photographer. No, that's Lance Mercer. Oh, boy. But then there's a Lance Berkman, too. I think it was a knight or a baseball player. A knight? Like, Maybe he played for the knights. Oh, oh, oh. Lancelot oh. is what I'm thinking about. A Lancelot. Knight. Yeah, he was a knight. He was a big knight. Uh, <laughs> Day and night. Dark knight. What was that movie with uh, Martin Lawrence? Monty Python, The Holy Grail. Oh, his first knight. Oh, was that a was that a Martin Lawrence joint? I thought it was. He's in some movie where he goes back to the past, and it's like black guy in the Middle Ages. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Premise where he's like, like spinning. Uh, he like takes two plates and he's like DJing them. It's like, ear, ear. Oh. oh, it's so embarrassing. I'm against all other than Back to the Future. That's the one they go Back to the Future. Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't like all this out of time, back in time. Oh, I'm in the '70s, and now yeah. there's a new thing. With Amy did one. There's a whole bump in the head genre. Ah, the head bump. The <laughs> I hear you. That uh, the fat Australian there now. She gets bumped, oh, and now Rebel she's Wilson. in a she's in a romantic comedy now. She right. hates rom coms. Right. So she bumps her noggin and then wakes up and she's in a rom com. Oh, weird. But I'm like, this is I feel pretty. It's the same. Like I mean, like I get it's it's not the same because it's a different. But it's like they're both like. Blonde women who bump their heads, and yeah. now the world has changed. Well, and they have to deal with it. It's those kind of movies where you have to just, you got to go, all right, I'm accepting this pre- premise, or else the whole movie's fucked. Like, no, liar, yeah. liar. You yeah. Know, the kid makes a wish, or Freaky Friday, or. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Hal. Yeah, I mean, that, I like, but yeah, Shallow Hal's also very similar, but that's fine. I, I don't mind accepting a premise. It just feels like so Done. similar. Yeah. Yes, yes. Samey. But a lot of these things, it's just like, all right, we got this. I, I like a, just a straight old drama. I love a drum. You know what I mean? Yes. Hey, we, we found money and they after us and now we all got to shoot each other before we're all caught. But in here, here. Yeah, I'm but with you. 
Uh, let, me, let me talk about this. Speaking of movies, let me just get this out of here. I don't want to rant, and I don't want right. to be an asshole, and I don't want to be some douche or whatever. But I was I, last night I watched the football game, Bears and uh, Philly, Philly Eagles. Yeah, quite a quite a ball game. Uh-huh. And they just happened to lead right into the Golden Globes. So I was like, let me watch the opening monologue, see what this is all about. Can and I, just I say, say the, whatever one, you want? One of the things about sports, though, that's great. I'm not, a, you know, I don't follow sports or anything, but I'm running around New York doing sets, and I love. I can always tell a good game because I'm running past bars, and I hear like, oh, oh ah, yeah, come on, Bruner, you dropped it again, you cunt, Bruner. I love it. Who's Bruner? I'm making up names. Oh, okay. You know, oh, Quincy, you, 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 you stubbed your toe again, you piece of shit. We got we to gotta fire him, trade him. Yes, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Sports are fun. They really, you, you, there's not, I've talked about this before in the pod, I think, and off the pod. There's not a lot of opportunities in life to be like, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah exactly. What do you get? One childbirth, maybe. The second one, you're bored, and maybe an orgasm. But even the childbirth, you're expecting a child to come ah. out. I mean, if it came out Asian with three legs, you sure. might be like, whoa. Yeah, jackpot. We're going <laughs> to yeah. win the series. Yeah. We're going to have a famous comic. Right. Uh, but anyways, so uh, watching the Golden Globes, and they come out, first of all, it's Andy Samberg, who's whatever, and Sandra Oh, who's not even a comedian. Oh. She's an actor. Wait, is she from Sideways? Sideways. So she's famous for getting plowed anally on a bed. That anal? Was, that was her big scene. No, she's not plowed anally. What are you talking about? I thought it was anal. Who said anal? She's it, not plowed. She's not even, there's not even a sex scene. What? He's banging her. Remember he walks in on it? What? Giamatti oh. walks in on her and him in Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, yeah, but that's He's, not an anal. Well, he goes, oh, you walked in with my dick in her ass. He says that line. I thought that was later with the fat chick. That was the fat chick that he has. No, the fat, the tons of fun. That was that was uh, that was a different scene. I thought that was the scene with the dick in her ass. I don't think they show the fat chick. That would be obscene. No, no, they do. They show the fat chick getting fucked by her husband. Yes, that they show. Yeah, but I don't think they show the part where he says my dick's in her ass. I figured, I I just assumed it didn't look like it was anal, but he says, "You walk into my dicks in her ass." No, no, no. That's when the husband comes home. He's telling the story. Uh, He's like, "The husband came home. I got my dick in her ass." Oh, Cassandra. Was, oh, it's supposed to be like romantic. He's not fucking her in the ass. They have like a romantic weekend together. Uh, maybe I'm, I've seen too much porn. I put the Asian with the anal. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he fucked her in the. But either way, she's great in the movie. But she looks younger now. It's very strange. Yeah, well, they got the Botox and the plastic surge and the big lips. Whatever they're doing down there. Great movie, but Sideways one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. A pain. But anyway, so. I'm watching the monologue, and they, they do a fake roast. They're making fun of the idea of jokes, which ah. is where we're at now. This is what comedy has become to. Yeah. They're like, oh, Spike Lee directed Do the Right Thing. You do do the right thing. You're terrific. Oof. Bradley Cooper, you're hot. I hate this fake hate roasting. It. Hate it. It's so insincere, and it takes no skill. Anybody can do it. That's the thing. Comedy is hard. Good jokes are hard to write, and now everybody wants to be included. we got to include everybody. So if we're going to include you, you're not going to have good jokes. It's and then Sandra Oh is trying to be funny. I'm like, this is all silly. Then she cries over the diversity, which is great. Diversity is great, terrific, wonderful. But the crying in the opening monologue, I'm like, this is phony. It's rehearsed. You had it scripted. Yes. You're performing. You knew you were going to do this. I'm like, are you really moved to? T- Plus, you're an actor, so I know right. you have the ability to act and fake cry. Sure. It's just like, are you that moved? Because it's not like you came out and you didn't expect it. Yeah. Like you've known who the nominees were. You knew where everyone was sitting. You rehearsed the monologue. So you're just coming out and going, look at this. There's Asians here. Uh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be more meaningful? And I might be wrong. I'm a straight, white, piece of shit. Sis we're the worst. Bitch. and we're the, the whole thing. But isn't it? I talked to my wife about this, and I feel like she agreed. Wouldn't it be more meaningful and valuable if you did less addressing you just went course, yeah here are the nominees and we're all here it makes it seem like you are like uh, you're you are less than by being like look at i know there's black people and asians you're doing it i, I have a retarded cousin and every time he, he takes a solid bm everybody goes oh <laughs> trevor look at you you retard you took a bm and but when i take a bm they don't do it because i'm not retarded it just feels strange i'm like what are we doing here yeah. and I'm, I'm pro diversity diverse it up and what but it just feels so weird when you're like guys i can't stop crying yeah. It's diversity. You're I like, know. all right, all right, but just fucking, it would be more meaningful to me. I talked about this years ago when, like, 
And I could be completely wrong. We should have some people in to talk about it. But like Tony Dungy won the Super Bowl. And like the first black, co- he's black. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a football coach. Yeah. It makes it seem like you're racist. Of course. Well, I, I mean, I think that, that is a factor. I'm not saying these people are racist, but I think there is, because they don't hang out with any minorities, these folks. I know she's Asian. But, like, most of these people, they got a cook, they got a chef, they got a guy parking their car. They're not hanging out with anybody. So they see one, they go, ah. And then they all have to one-up each other on how great they are. So by her standing up there and crying, that puts her up on the I'm a, I'm a good egg pedestal. Yeah, She's way up there now because of what she did. Like the cry, Look at this. It means the world to me. Oh, shut up. You're going back into your Beamer. You're going to get eaten out by a, a you know, trans kid go back to your mansion i just don't believe that she's genuinely crying while doing the monologue i mean you got to be nervous there's a million people watching it's just like you're having this much of an emotional moment and then everyone does peter farley who i've met and done karaoke with as you remember he's given a speech he's like we can do the world like this should be one change the world speech per award show every single person goes up there and is like we gotta make the thing Blah, blah, blah. That's what I'm saying. They all have to show, though. They all have to show. I'm in. I'm, in, I'm with you. I'm in on it. They, they get crucified if they don't. Yeah, it's a whole thing. They, it's a club. You lose your job. You get kicked out if you don't do it. That's why they all go nuts on Twitter, because they got to go, hey, look, I'm one of them. I'm a good guy. Yep, yep. I'm complaining, too. But I don't want to get too ranty, because people get upset if we rant. They want the all stories. Right. They want the jokes. I apologize. It just felt very silly. I, I just hate the idea that we're making fun of... The idea of doing jokes, like yeah. they're like basically, isn't it stupid when we come out here and do jokes? You're like, no, that's the sh- that's what's fun, right? That's right. What, the comedian is supposed to be this weird outcast that comes out and shits on the Hollywood yes. royalty, the Ricky Gervais, yes, or or whoever. I mean, for years, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Billy Steve Crystal. Martin, Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Bo Burnham, yeah, tall Whoopi Bo Burnham, that'd be something. Whoopi Bo Burnham. Uh, but anyways, it's all nonsense. I don't want to get too ranty and silly and do one of these I know, type I know. of shows, but we got to get into some comedy. I haven't, first of all, I haven't seen you since 1987. Yeah, it's been years. I've been all over the creation. I've been to Vermont and I had, I had such a good Vermont story, but it got lost on that come guzzling episode that everybody hated. Well, I think people could hear it. Ah. They just, it wasn't great. So we apologize for the sound. We really are doing our best. And a lot of people wrote and wrote, the sound sucks, but I try, which I appreciate. Yeah. A couple people were like, hey, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, hey, listen, we try. I wonder, how, maybe I'll listen because I wonder how bad it could have been because I knew it was bad because you always get trolls. That's what the problem with you trolls is if you're all trolling about everything, then I don't know what's actually bad. Right. You know, so... I saw this guy in San Francisco, where I just was, big, tall motherfucker, and he saw you in Sacramento, ah. and he's like, I never heard of Joe, I never heard of you, no offense, never heard of the pod, but once he saw you, he said, I'm going to check out the pod, now he's obsessed. Oh, wow, nice. We yeah. have a lot of new fans coming, we appreciate the new blood and people going back and listening to the old ones, yes. and that's nice. Thanks, Tony. Oh, yeah, one guy emailed and said they can't get the first 20 episodes. I gotta, oh, I gotta ask Shelby what that's about. Oh, good. Because we want them all available, and... And spread them around. Tell some people. Say, hey, there's this some guys telling jokes and they're crazy and they're yeah. gay or whatever. Irreverent. Uh, so, yeah, let people know. Spread the spread spread your butter. Spread the cheese. Spread your pussy lips. Spread your yes. asshole. Labia and Majora. By the way, last night I met the seller. Will's, Will's hosting. Will Sylvince, who we love. Past oh, yeah. guest. One of our favorite guys. He was talking about having sex doggy style. And he's like, you know when you fuck her doggy style? Every time you, you go in, her butthole opens up a little bit. Wow. And I was like, no, you got a giant dick. Yeah. Am I doing it wrong? I've fucked a lot of dogs doggy style and humans doggy style and dogs human style, but sure. I don't have any butthole opening up. Like, your, your dick is displacing her innards? Wow. Like, he was like, eh, you know, the butt spreads open. I'm like, sure. And we've seen his cock. It's the size of a baby leg. It's insane. That's a big baby. Uh, a big I, black baby with a foot. Yeah, I've, uh, I've had sex with a girl where I put it in and her mouth opened up because she went, Ow, or ooh, or I wasn't ready, but I remember the butthole open. No, and he was like, every time he thrust in, and like he did it as a bit, and it was weird because I went on after, and oh, I was like, was what are bit. you talking about? I mean, he was telling a story, wow, or whatever it was. that's quite a set you got there, Will. And then I went up and said, I was like, what? And so then it was this weird thing, it was like, I kind of have a nerd, so I got to like establish myself and then ease into the sex stuff, because sure. they don't buy it, they think I've never been laid, because right. my teeth are weird. <laughs> Does that bother you? Of course, it's disappointing. Yeah. I don't. I feel like I'm a different guy than my face and body represent. Completely, you are completely not that guy. I'm, I'm a sports alpha guy. I'm yeah. kind of a moron, you know. You but I have this nerdy thing. Hold court. You can. You can do all this stuff. You're an ex-alcoholic. You get laid. You got jizz in your eye. Yeah. You come off as this. Uh, you know. 
dweebo. I'm a, quite an athlete, too. I could throw a baseball pretty hard. I kind of excelled athletically. But and, you're uh, running with it just because it's working, I guess. Well, I'm not running with it. I'm just being myself. They just perceive me that way. I mean, I am an anxious guy. Yeah, that's true. It's not like I'm up there being like, I love math and comic books. I'm, right, I hate. Right. I, I do the opposite. Yeah. I hate comic books. I, I think people think I'm like a wrestling guy. They think I'm like a Dungeons and Dragons guy. Oh, really? Chess guy. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, I'm, th- I'm saying like, uh, you know, oh, I'm nervous, you know, that whole act. Well, I'm a nervous guy. Sure. I have a horrible anxiety, but not... On stage, particularly. No. Uh, I feel pretty pretty good about that. I'm nervous talking about the Golden Globes on a podcast. I mean, I'm nervous about fucking everything now. Yeah. Who knows? It's I'm a crazy terrified. time. It's scary. These people, they feel like it, it's that same feeling, and I don't want to keep getting back into it, but it, I feel when I was a kid, there was all these scary bully guys at my high school, and I'd walk by them and I'd tiptoe. Like, or when they came in the room, I shut up, but I didn't say anything, and that's how I feel with these guys. Oh, yeah. I'm they're terrified. Boys. Yeah. Yes. They are, we They're have, career bullies or comedy bullies. It's a real situation. But anyways, I've fucked uh I fucked I've fucked in the butt and it doesn't move the butt. Oh, that's a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> I mean How But anywho these, these porns where uh the, these gapings Oh yeah, that's well, a problem. Well, Chris D sent me one of those videos. I might have sent it to you too, where it's like a guy's on a motorbike and he's hitting the ma- the. He's like he's gonna catch a beer in midair. Have you seen this? No. I'll send it to you. It's a video where it's like a guy far away on a dirt bike and he hits the big slope, uh, and then he goes to the reach. Ramp? Yes, the ramp, and a guy's holding out a beer. Uh-huh. And so you're like, he's, oh, he's going to hit the ramp and catch the beer. And right before he grabs the beer, it turns into two guys getting fisted what? in the ass. How does that work? So it's one of those things where you're like, whoa, wow. like it cuts. You've seen that kind of video, haven't you? No, you just ruined the ending. Uh, well. Spoiler alert. Will sent me one before, too, where it's like it, you look like you're watching one thing. And you're like, oh, let's see if they can balance three bowls of spaghetti on their nipples. Right. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, someone getting kicked in the dick. Oh, interesting. I just can't imagine seeing a guy on a scooter. And then how that could turn into fisting? Well, it doesn't happen there. It cuts. It's a oh, edit. Cuts. It's an it edit cuts. into a different video. I it's not it was, like they fist him on the dirt. Bike. I see. I thought it was like one of those old lady hot girl pictures where you're like, oh, now it's a hot girl. Oh wait, I can see the old lady. Oh, I you see. You know those, those optical illusions. No, no, this is no optical illusion. It's just a, a jump cut jump to a cut. fisting. Got it. A fist cut. But I gotta tell you, I, I'm not into a, a fist. I've, anyways, I've seen someone get fisted, and it's not my not my cup of tea. No, no, a man or woman. No, well, I don't know. More than two fingers seems weird. Also, your fingers get squished together because your fingers are in like a line. Sure. So to like finger with multiple fingers, you got to really cram those fingers together. Plus, I have cuticles. It's a whole situation. Well, I tell you, one time I was when I was in, I think it was in college. I was fingering a gal. And eating her out at the same time, you know, that weird position you're in? Yeah, yeah, of course. And I had two fingers in her, and it was going pretty well. And I just slipped a third one in to see what happened, and she came immediately. Whoa. So that just told me, like, oh, wow, a big dong really changes everything. Yeah, but three fingers isn't the size of a big dong. That's pretty wide. Oh, the width was. The width is what got her. Oh, really? That's what I'm saying. Because the walls. The walls. You gotta, they're going to build it. Wow. But, yeah. The slits. <laughs> So uh, I remember being like kind of disappointed. Like I was glad I got her off, but I was like, oh, shit, I got no girth. I always wish I had a third hand because you got to work the clit and then the the hole, but then that butthole is fun. Uh, so sometimes yeah. you try to finger with this one, get the a little bit of pinky play down here, plus the clit, but all of a sudden my hands are carpal tunneling well, and that's my ears the, are ringing. That's where you bring the nose in. The nose hits the clit. Like a little Eskimo kiss. I don't have that kind of control over my nose. Oh, I can do a bewitch. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I can flare my nostrils. I don't know if that does uh, anything, well, but I don't know if that's enough. Then you'll just get a whiff. <laughs> I like a whiff. I don't mind a whiff. We can all get a sniff. Whiffle ball. Snifter. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> a snifter. See, you don't see any snifters anymore. No, you see snifters if you, if you drink... Uh, Brandy. Yes. What's that one called? Curvassier? Oh, yeah. That's big with the afro. <laughs> oh, I no. Say, I say brandy. You're, You're a fine girl. Well, I think I started a thing and it went off into the will thing. Right before that, I was going to say something about Ain't something. Ain't old butthole. Oh, I haven't seen you. Oh, yeah. Because we recorded, then we fucked up the recording, then we recorded over the phone. I'm like, I haven't seen you since before Christmas, I think. No, way before. 
Wow, that's wild. But yeah. we can't talk about those because we talked about it on the other episode. I know. I had so much good. Can we throw this blanket away? It keeps slipping and sliding. <laughs> Sorry. There's there a blanket go. that that well, was a coat. I want to throw it over the edge, but this is this pipe is hot, and I think it'll melt the fake fur of this blanket. It's piping hot. There it is. By the way, why don't you take your AC out? Because it makes it easier to break in, and it's 58 degrees in here. <laughs> you got a breeze blowing in. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You take this AC out, it'll be 900 degrees in here. This well, apartment is a hot box. Yeah, but at least I can get naked and, you know, throw water in my hair. Oh, so you're okay. See, I'd rather get warm than get cool. No, you said it reverse. Wait a minute. You just said the opposite of what you're saying. No, no. I'd rather, if it's a cold room, I'd rather be able to get warm. Oh, okay. Well, you got to share some of these blankets. Though, oh, take something. it. I was just trying to get it off your asshole there. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up like the Revenant. Cause it's a it's, great blanket. It's 66 in the house right now. Yeah. This is something. We, we got a bear to bang you here. Look at this blanket. It's cute. Is nice. Yeah. It's a fake fur. Um, faux fur. A f- is that what they call it? A chauffeur? Faux hawk. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is a fake bird in their house? What an uh, idiot. I guess uh, you got the fake owl when the uh, the pigeons come by. Yeah. What's his toes? Uh, what's the guy from, uh, not Clark Griswold. Who's the guy from Psycho? Anthony Perkins. Yeah, but who's the, what's the character? Oh, uh, with the mom, the dead mom. Bates. Norman. Norman Bates. Mark Norman Bates. Um, yeah, we had quite a steak. Di- Someone's texting us from the steak dinner thing. I hate these group texts. Oh, well, everybody's got to chime in, then you one up, and then you, you go gay. Fuck your mother. All right, well, let me get to some stories here, huh? Yeah, please, because I don't have much. I uh, I had a wild run of shows. I, I packed so much in my away bag that I could... You know when you packed your bag so tight you don't want to open it because once you open it, it's going to take an hour and a half to close it? I got to tell you, I hate packing. I hate unpacking. I'd like to be rich, one of these people that buys clothes and then donates oh, them and buys new clothes. That'd be great. Because I can never fully unpack. I go no. do laundry. I'm like, there's no point of taking my clothes out, putting them in the drawer. I leave every three days. Same. So I, I just can't I can't do it. And it's, Sarah's like, well, you got your bag out here. I'm like, I know, but we're leaving in two days. Right. Then you unpack. And here's the thing about dressing night. I have all these Ted Bakers. I got $9,000 worth of Ted Bakers. But as soon as you fold them and put them in the thing, they're fucked. And they're wrinkled. They're all wrinkled. And I'm like, I don't want to iron because what am I? Fuck, I'm going to iron? Get you, out go, of here. you go shower steam. Yeah, that works a little it bit. It works a little. That's why I wet them. You got to wet them. I wet. I do the shower steam. But then you feel like an old homeless broad from fucking Brooklyn in 1921. Yeah, you got I'm like, like a tenement with a hanger. You know, know, the line. I'm showering my shirt off. I look like a douche. I'd rather just wear a hoodie. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of comedy. You show up in a hoodie and nobody goes, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. It's not bad. All right, let me get into some fucking business here. I like to throw on a button down just because I feel like it gives me a little, just a touch more of like, I already tried. Yeah, it's, I, I do like a button down. I feel good. I like to wear the bakers, but they're wrinkly. Then you're a guy with a wrinkle shirt. That's true. And that that's, defeats the purpose of looking nice. That's even worse. Now yeah. you're a wrinkled asshole who tried to look nice but doesn't know how. Yeah, but then in a way, there's a weird kind of romantic comedy thing to that. Like he's living out of a suitcase. He's a piece of shit. He's a dummy, but he's funny. Yeah, maybe they bumped their head. Oh, fucking New Year's. We haven't talked about New Year's. Oh, what the, oh yeah. I mean, this is oh, we're all, all right. over the map here. That's I mean, this something. This is wild. Well, I had... Let me just tell you this. I'll preface, preface. I had the best New Year's of my whole life. Wow. Number one New Year's. And this is a sign that I'm getting old because I'm like, I'm realizing now I'm like, I don't have a story. Yeah. I just had a sweet, nice night. Kind what? of a story. That's not a bad thing. How's that old? Yeah, I just oh, feel like oh, I see. like a wild New Year's. Like before, you're like, I had the yeah. best New Year's of my life. I fucked nine girls, two guys, and one dog. It yeah. was fucking crazy. I did heroin and stuck ecstasy in my ass. Human style. I know I did have a great New Year's when I was a kid. I was like 20, and I did a show for Annette Pollock. Who? This crazy old bag in Boston. Kevin Pollock's wife? No. Oh. One of them wishes. I wonder who, who it's funnier to say. <laughs> I think he wishes. Probably. She wishes, I He's think. He's about 5'3". Oh, is that right? Oh, he's a little Jew. Well, this lady, this lady, I shouldn't shit on her. She was really sweet and booked me a lot, and she was a funny, funny, strange, strange lady, but like a local comic that booked a bunch of wacky shows. Sure. But really helped me out. She booked me quite a bit, so I got to be grateful to that. But she had a show. It was a New Year's, and I was like 20 years old, so I had about 18 minutes of material, sure. and most of it stunk. One of them was like, uh, here's a hot tip, everybody. I hate these hot tip jokes. Oh, yeah. I had them, though. I was like, here's a hot tip. Before you take a shit, put down a little toilet paper. That way it won't splash back up into your asshole. It wraps up like a little present. I call it the shit wrapper, which is also what I call M&M. 
Wow, that's tough. A shit rapper. It's a long way to go for a pun. Well, it's a pun, but it also was a fun tip, and it was about splashing water in your ass. Does that work? What? The water's tip? The, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, If really? you put toilet paper down, it, it catches it. It wraps it up. It's pretty neat. I'll try it. Yeah, you got to try it. So if nothing else, you got a nice hot tip I out here. I got a tip. I got a hot, dry tip. Yeah, it's, it's just like shitting. Uh, so that was like so. one of my jokes, and I went to Cheers. Nobody knew my name. I had the worst apartment warming <laughs> gift ever, an air conditioner. I mean, that's funny. Yeah, some of, I had a, my big bit at the time. This was my big joke where I was like, I got him now. Lay it on me, fatty. <laughs> it was about driving to work. I worked at Filene's. Closet or I basement? Regular. All right. Wow, the ground floor. I go, hey, I, I, I do comedy to support my Filene's career. That was one of my big bits. Yeah. I'm a fluffer folder. That was a thing. Oh, that's funny. And then I go, I, I was going to Filene's. You ever drive to work and that song, I don't want to work, I want to bang on a drum all day, that song comes on the radio. That's always a weird moment. I'm like going to pull into work. That song comes up. I turn it off. I drive by. I'm like, fuck you. I'm banging on a drum all day. But then the song ends. <laughs> and then I would do like an act out where I would turn the car around and be like, oh, gee. That was like my big bit. That's fun. That's it was a, I, I would open with it and close with it. It was wow. huge. Well, now I got to say my big bit. All right, do your big bits. All right, I got little bits. So uh, one was, uh, this was my, this is my big peach. When I wrote this, I ran around my house. I remember dancing because I was so proud of myself. Now this is weird because I knew you when you had the new bits. Well, this is New Orleans. Okay, okay. No, you didn't know this is old. All right. I, I got rid of these toot sweet when I got off the fucking playing at JFK. So uh, I bombed for a good two years in this goddamn town. But uh, so my old one was, uh, oh, I'm pretty bad in bed. Yeah. When uh, me and my first girlfriend decided to lose our virginity to each other, I bled. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> it did pretty well. Did you explain why you were bleeding? Or that was just kind of a mystery? No, no, no. I couldn't get into it. I had to get out of there as soon as I told it. Because I feel like now, if I heard a young comic, I'd be like, here's a t- why did you bleed? Right. Get in there. I was so bad, I stapled my asshole together because I thought it would be funny. That's not bad, yeah. I didn't have that chop yet. <laughs> that's a good chop. That's not a bad chop. So then I go, uh... Yeah, yeah, my girlfriend says I'm not romantic. She's like, I want you to sweep everything off the desk and throw me on. I'm like, what are you kidding? I got a MacBook Pro up there. <laughs> that was a big bunch. MacBook Pro? I know, I know. Wow. And then uh, I had, jeez, uh, the, the, my big one was this big Seinfeldian bit about how uh, people always, why does everybody at the DMV, DMV so ugly? Like, you've never seen one good-looking person at DMV. They're all hideous. They're all so ugly. And I do all these descriptions of the people. Get some chuckles here and there. And I go... That's why everybody's always grossed out by their driver's license photo. They go, oh, look how bad I look. I go, no, you were at the DMV. That's what you look like. Killed! <laughs> I don't quite get it. I don't get it either. I never did, but it worked. By the way, this blanket's too much. I'm sweating my balls I'm off over you, here. I'm telling you, it's faux fur. Um, faux Burnham. Bill Burr. Uh, <laughs> Bill Fur. Um, Bilbert. Oh, this one, I think I told you this one before. I did that blatant Carlin ripoff. You know, he did the hair. <laughs> He goes, you know, my hair down to there, and they stay to despair. And I say, uh, not yeah. fair. I did that, but I did it with fuck. This is uh-huh. my big joke. I went, fuck is a word often heard, often slurred. <laughs> I did that. That makes bit. sense, but it's horrible. I did that bit. It was just Carlin, word yeah. for word, but I just plugged in fuck instead of hair, and that was the whole thing. I had a big one, too. Uh, this was a New York bit, sadly. I said, I saw a guy with a tattoo on his forearm with a big crucifix that said, God cannot judge me. O- only God can judge me. And I went, that's not true. Big pause, oh. but the, that's not true. That would really clean up. That's not bad. Yeah, I had what some rough I have? I'm trying to think of others. But anyways, I had to do this New Year's Eve gig for Annette Pollock. Yeah. And so that was my material. And so I was driving there, and we do the show, and it's like a bar, and there was like 25 people there, and they're all like wearing suits because you could tell that it was their big night out. They wanted to look nice, but it was like a bar that didn't constitute a suit. Like it was like a shitty bar, sure. but they were like, yeah, it's New Year's, you dress up. So I did the show, and I kind of bombed. For like 25 minutes. And I'm like, whew, that was brutal. I'm dying out there. And then I'm like, all right, so the second show, like, when do they leave? What, what goes on here? She's like, no, no one's leaving. And she's yeah. like, no, no, the second show is for them. Wow. We did two shows for the same audience. Oh, that's brutal. And I was like, well, I did all my material and ate it. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Uh-huh. So she's like, well, just give me what you can. So I went up like a second time. After eating it for them for like 25 minutes, I had to go back up and do like 12 more 
of like crowd work, even though they hated me already. Wow. So I'm like, what do you do? And the guy's like, you suck. Why are you here? Yeah. Doing crowd work when they already hate you yes. is brutal. And they already don't think you're good. Yes. And I did a, I did a few street jokes and got the hell out of there. I was doing lines from like, you know, the naked gun. <laughs> <laughs> it was just horrible. You're just, you're just acting out Police Academy. Oh, I'm like, Tackleberry. Surely it can't be serious. I did push-ups at one point. Oh it was horrible. God. Yeah, it was so bad. Wow, that'll pull something out of you, though. When you're in a moment like that, it's amazing. You go that fight or flight. You're doing push-ups. You're doing backflips. Whatever you got. Well, it was definitely a moment where I was like, I suck at comedy, and I should. And I think I got like you know a hundred bucks or something. Wow, that's a pretty penny. Uh, well, two shows, <laughs> New Year's <laughs> Eve. I mean, For it's about nine hundred short. Um, but then what was amazing was I had a party going on at my parents' house because my uh, parents would go away to let us have a big party. Where so are they was, going? They would go to, out to eat and get a hotel oh, and fuck wow. or whatever. I don't nice know. Nice people. Yeah, so we would have a party. So I had everyone already showing up. Like I had a trusted friend let people in. Yeah. So I was leaving the, the double show for the same crowd heading to my own party at my parents' house. Uh-huh. You're making me nervous. Hold on. I'm just checking my levels. You, you don't talk. Check, check. Okay, okay, we're good. And I got a backup. Just and we case. got a backup. Drug freeze. Put the crack up. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so then I'm driving, and I shit my pants. Wow. I'm in an 87 Buick Century. I was so nervous. All the anxiety hit me. Plus, I ate a spaghetti pie dinner or some bullshit, a couple of Captain and Cokes. Sure. And I just, I fucking fired. I sharted. Whoa. Shit my pants. Pulled over behind an old schoolhouse. This is like... Boy, there's probably like weird DNA there now. Oh yeah, I get caught for like a rape 20 years later. Oh yeah, there's anal matter, anal fecal matter. Well, I took my panties off, filled with shit, whipped them in the woods, uh-huh. went commando, put my jeans back on, drove home, got, arrived. There's like 25 people there already partying. We partied through the night. We sang along. We did the classic move where you you turn the TV off right before the ball drops, and all the women would get pissed. They're like, "What are you doing? You piece oh, of shit!" Oh, that's fun. And then every year we would have a party, and right as the ball hit midnight, I would hit "Born to Run." Right as it hit. So it's like, Happy New Year! Oh, I like it. Boy, you're and we would all host. go crazy. Oh, it was so fun. Those were glory days. So what I'm trying to say is that New Year's was probably better than this year. But Well, you didn't shit your pants this year. Well, I haven't told the story yet. Oh, good point. But no, I didn't. All right. Well, uh, wasn't your house wrecked? We would fuck it up pretty good. But like, it's mostly like it was friends. So we wouldn't like spray paint the walls and come on the couch or anything. It was okay. just like empty beer bottles and like it would be spills and so we'd mop up the floor and shit. We cleaned up All pretty right. good. Usually you get a, a yak, somebody yaks in the corner and then there's a guy who gets who's wrestling and he falls to the plaster, you know. There'd be stuff like that happening occasionally, but mostly it was just like, eh, you pick up." And also I would take all the pictures and stuff and put them down the hall like my parents room and oh, shut that smart, door smart because we would play the music so loud that stuff would shake off the yes, the ledge boy. and fall it's like the 80s so you'd slowly yeah we had some pretty damn good house parties it sounds like it it just worried because i remember i went to your house once and you were like i took a shower you're like what the hell you didn't use a bath mat or something or something that was something. oh i don't know you got a real my mother's got some serious ocd She's it's a rules, real situation yeah. yeah so i was like oh shit if you ever threw a party here well, uh, so anyway, so this New Year's, and I'll just I'll just tell it quick, and we'll move uh, on. Go uh, run it, run it down. Uh, so New Year's Eve took it off, and as you know, we've known each other a long time. For years, I've been saying I want to reach a level of success where I can take New Year's off. Here, here. I would like to make that amount of money. Yes. Where I'm like, I don't need this gig because New Year's, if you're listening home, you usually. I always heard the rule of thumb is to get like three times what you would normally get for a show. Yeah. So you get good money. But, but zero it sucks. Laughs. It's amateur hour. It's drunks, and it's just annoying. And everyone, there's, there's so much pressure. Yeah. So this year, I said, "What am I doing? I've been saying this for years. I'm doing it. I got some money in the bank. I'm, I'm not killing it, but I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm taking New Year's off. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So I took it off, and then uh, Margot Price, wonderful singer, songwriter, country rock and roll artist, who I enjoy is performing at the Williamsburg Music Hall. Mm. So I get Sarah and I a pair of tickets. I say, we're going to see Margot Price. A singer named Lily Hyatt is opening, oh. who overshadowed Margot Price. Is that I right? Thought. Terrific songwriter. She's sober. She's weird looking. She's a killer artist. Good songwriter. Rock. She really rocked. Blew her out of the water. I don't want to say blew her out of the water, but like I was like, I enjoyed it more than Margot Price. And I enjoyed Margot. Damn. Killer show. And here's what was great about the show. It's a GA show, club show, so there's no seats. You just get there when you get there. But she's not blown up yet, especially in New York. She's bigger in Nashville. So it was pretty, like, roomy, and we were three people back from the railing. Right up front, not too packed, nice. So here's the thing. 
the show's in Brooklyn, so we're like, let's go out early. We'll go out to Brooklyn. We'll have a Brooklyn night. But as uh-huh. you remember here in the Northeast, it was pouring New Year's Eve. I don't know if it was in Boston. Was it raining? It was. It was raining hard here. So we do this weird thing where I'm like, let's go get our night stuff. We'll have a night out. So at 6 o'clock, we jump in an Uber and take it over to Williamsburg. And we go to this bar where they have burgers. I forget the name of the bar. It was completely empty, though. Mm. And it was a good burger. But here's the thing. We don't drink. So we finish the burger. It's like quarter of That's seven. That's what I was going to say. Without the booze, it booze is such a big part of New Year's. It's you, champagne, you know, the whole thing. Totally. So the show starts at 10 p.m. Doors at 9, show at 10. We finish eating. It's not even 7 o'clock yet. Oh, my God. You left too early. So we got three hours. It's pouring. I'm like, what are we doing? This is ridiculous. What a bad plan. Did you go back home? No. Well, what I did was I looked up movies. I was like, we'll go see the movie. But the movie started too late or too early, that weird moment. So then I'm like, I don't know what to do. We look up Brooklyn Bowl, but that's like a cover charge, also like a music show. That's your whole night. So then we Googled Skee-Ball. Oh. And there's a bar called Full Circle Bar. I think mm-hmm. it's called Full Circle. Oh, Circle Bar. One of the two. It's down the street. So we walk over. It's pouring rain. It's just We're drenched. We go to this bar. They have skee-ball in the back. This bar is empty. No one goes out till 11 o'clock at night. Apparently. So we go there, and I go, hey, can I get a Coke and a Diet Coke? We look like fucking weirdos. It's a dollar each. It's like this hipster Brooklyn bar. Brooklyn is so hip, it's fucking like... It's too hip. It's yeah. it's gone the other way where it's annoying. It's like a sketch. It's like you're in a Wes Anderson right. movie. Right. It's Everyone, like Portlandia. They have a mustache, and like it's just goofy. Yeah, they're wearing weird outfits, and they look, they look unattractive. They think they look cool, but you're just... You're just wearing, like, my mom's clothes. Yeah, it looks very strange. It's like cosplay almost, but they're being, like, serious. Yeah. Um, and by the way, n- no diversity in Williamsburg. Ah. <laughs> like, it's this whole thing, like, they're, they're hipster or whatever. That's a good point. But you're like, it's 100% white people in Williamsburg, yeah, as far well, as I can they see. they got a couple bus boys. Um, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So we go in the back, and I don't know if you've ever done this ski ball at uh, this yeah. place. I don't know this place. But no, I mean, you've played ski ball, of course. But, like, this is like a bar. It's like, that's their thing, is ski ball. Oh, weird thing. But they have a weird system where you have to sign up online on your oh, phone to town. some website. There's one in Austin. There's one in Brooklyn. So you got to like know, start an account. You can't just put a dollar in and get the ski ball. That's bananas. What a boner killer. Huge boner. I mean, I can't even describe. I had to open an account, give them my credit card. Oh. And then every time you ski ball, you bowl, you have to go back on there and oh. click. Bowl, well Brooklyn. Start, you might as well start drinking again. It's like nine clicks of the thumb. And yeah. like, by the way, ski ball, you get eight balls. So it's like 40 seconds sure. all in. So you go, oh, and then Sarah's like, hey, can you hit the... Th-? I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry. Boop, 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 boop. Have to ah. keep it. But the nice thing is the bar is so quiet. Sarah and I had a private ski ball date all in the right. back. We all were right. making out. She fingered me. I kissed her. Sure. And uh, it, was, it was pretty nice, you know. I would kiss her between the strikes. She kissed me between the balls. That's an old joke. I love it. Um, so that was fun. We had ski ball. Your mind's but then in the gutter. That finishes, and it's like nine. I'm like, well, we still got an hour oh. to go. So then we went to Martha's Bakery right okay. over there on- uh, I know Martha's. Yeah, on great spot. Street, which is a perfect- uh, per- It's on Bedford and Sixth, Six, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect spot for us because it stays open late, but it's like a hangout. Co- it's very European. Yes. So we sat down, had a pot of tea, an ice cream, a cake, and then we're like, now we're talking. We talked movies. We talked intellectual bullshit. Fuck, fuck, whatever. Then we went to the show. Great seats. Lily Hyatt ripped it. Margot Price came out. She ripped it at midnight. They had all the balloons drop. I've never been in a situation where the balloons drop from the sky. Yeah. One of those fun things. Oh, they played great. 1999 by Prince. Everyone oh, went crazy. Dance party. We're hitting balloons. Balloons popping. Chicks are hot. The whole thing. Love it. Fun night. They played some great covers. They played some Neil Young. They played some Fuck You, some other shit. Then, uh, at the end of the show, she starts, oh, they, they end with 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Oh. Everyone's going crazy. It was really fun. And she started throwing flowers out. She throws roses one goes over Sarah's head. She leaps, catches it, rips it out of the hand of this young fucking cunt that was annoying Whoa. us the whole time. Who was drunk. Like they both had their hands on it, and Sarah kind of ripped it out. And it felt I like a, a nice win for the 40 year olds. Yeah. We're like, yeah, fuck you. And this girl was really annoying the whole time. She was one of those people that just talks the whole show. Uh, what is that? Where, like, I know it's not comedy, but like, you're still you're talking. Yes. We're listening to the music. Right. Sing along, fine. But sure. stop talking. No, brutal. She was annoying. But, anyways. 
Great night. We Ubered back. It was like a $60 Uber. We were back on our couch at 120, watched a movie, then fucked the whole thing. That's a beautiful night. Beautiful night. Music, skee-ball, the, the, the food, great time, and uh, went to bed, woke up, watched football all day. Let me throw this one at you there, Fats. Throw so, it right in my face. See if all I like right. It. The, uh, the whole, you know, because... You got you got your burger too early. You got eight hours to kill. Yeah, it's pouring rain. Is it all you making these plans? Like, is it? It. I assume it's all you going. Ah, shit. Well, maybe we go ski ball. Let me go to. A, let me look at the movie time. Oh, oh, oh ski ball. Okay, all right. I'll sign up for ski ball. All right, now we got to go to. Let's go to Martha's. Well, because that's a lot of planning. I hate that. I hate planning. It's like a pet peeve of mine. See, I like planning. Okay. This is why. This is why. And Sarah's not a big planner. This is where it works. You need the yin yang. You need the yin yang Asian. But you like it, and I hate it. But I think as the guy, you're kind of pressured to do it. There's a lot of like, now what? Every- Sometimes, but I think also there's a big cliche of women planning. That's a lot of guy comedians. Oh, my wife brought me to this thing. We have to go apple picking. We have to go right, antique shopping. Right. Yeah, I think it's more cliched the other way in some ways. Well, I always thought like, oh, it's it's manly when a guy plans a date. You know, it's Alexa's yelling at us. Oh, maybe she's piping in. Wouldn't it be weird if she was like, I think you're both wrong. I oh, think that'd be great. Um, a little weird, but at least we'd know. But yeah, I just think it's like, oh, you know, every date I've ever gone on, you meet up with a girl. She's like, what are we doing? And you're like, I don't know. What are we doing? Right. Well, at first, early on dating. But I feel like relationship, it feels more like the ladies, like, we're going to an amusement park. Right. I, I booked us this thing. We're going to go hit this museum. First this. So it could be both. But we both, I do a lot of the Googling, but the burger place was her idea. Right. She was like, I know a good place. We'll go here. She's like, you'll like that. And then skee-ball was her idea. I yeah. did the Googling. But I, um, I think I'm a backseat guy. I'll go anywhere. I'm very open-minded. I'll go anywhere where you want to go, whatever you want to do. I just hate the, like, because I was, uh, I don't want to get into my thing, but I, we were at New Year's in Boston and all this. We had a big group, and every, for some reason, I think, maybe because I was headlining, I don't know, but they were always like, oh, it's raining. What are we doing now? And they would lo- all look at me, and I was like, I don't fucking know. Well, that's because you're the coolest, and you're headlining the show, so you're the guy. I just want to sit back and go, you guys go, and then I'll make fun of whatever you pick. Right, right. But then you've become the guy. You're headlining, and it, she's on your trip. You I have guess, the work, yeah, so she's so. like tagging along, and people are respecting. I think the fact that like, well, you're working, so whatever you want to do, ah, you know. Well, we do it when I'm not working too, but aha, uh-huh. see, that's a different uh, pile of semen, I think. Yeah, I just hate being that. I hate being relied on. I want to just go with the flow. Yeah, sometimes it's frustrating. It's frustrating like that in comedy when like your family people want to go to the show. They're like, well, what time do we get there? What right, time do you go right. on? Where are our seats? And you're oh, like, I don't know. Worst. You figure that out. But I like I like a balance. But I try to we try to balance it out and see like what would you like to do, what can you want to do. But it was definitely my idea to be like, let's go out there early. We we'll have a Brooklyn. If it wasn't raining, yeah, you we can, could you can walk around. Yeah. yeah, strolling is big. Rain is a killer. It is a killer, and also the not drinking becomes tough because you walk by all these bars. Right. You're like, that would be fun. We could stop in there. But like, how many cokes can you drink? Exactly. You're just exactly. sitting there like weirdos. A lot of soda. Yeah, I do. I'm a big fan of like changing the atmosphere. Like, I'll get a beer here, then we'll drink that, then we'll go to that bar. We'll mix it up. Yeah. But then we do we do a lot of that. We do a lot of like personal AA meetings. We're like, imagine if we were drinking, we'd be shit house right now. We'd be fighting here. It's true. We'd be black. We would would be late for the show. It's true. Like would like we would have skipped the opening act. We're like, we'll show up at midnight. We'll fucking like, totally. We'd be should been throwing up, and you're like, we would have been fighting. And I think with that, with relationships, with drinking, I'm like, we would be just going at it all the time. All the time. Yeah. You know, the lady's spilling her purse out. She's like, my keys are in here somewhere. She's right. shit house. You're hammered. You forget your wallet. Oh, That's yeah. the thing. I for, I've not lost anything in years. Yeah. And you'd always, when you're drinking, you get out of the cab and you're like, fuck my ass. My phone oh, is in there. The my worst. wallet's in the tailpipe. The my phone's in the driver's seat. Not just items. You lose days. Those hangovers. And you, know, you wake up, you go, I don't know how I got home. I don't know who you are. I don't know what day it is. I don't know where Obama's president. And then you go, all right, I can't get out of bed till four. Yeah. I mean, I'm not moving. I'm going to order seamless and I'm going to, I'm going to crawl to the bathroom to shit water and then crawl back and jerk off maybe. Yeah. So how was your, I mean, it was your New Year's. All right. Uh, so I had a good New Year's as well, but again, it gets tough because, you know, friends are there and girlfriends are there and comics are there. So there's a lot of worlds combining here. Uh-huh. So I'm in Beantown, had a blast, went to the ladies thing for Christmas, and then uh, we hightailed it to Vermont, skied, snowboarded, came back, checked right into the West End on the waterfront. 
in Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, we sold out four out of six shows. Wow. Every show is amazing. Dan Bulger hosting. He's so funny. He would set him up because he does goddamn jokes. Yes, he's great. Change. Great comic, great guy, dear friend, old roommate. Great guy, but I, I could tell he, was, he seemed a little hesitant or skittish a little bit, and I was mm. like, I wonder what that's about. But I, I was like, I'm in my head, Alan, I'm gay. So then... All the shows were great. I had a lot of fans, a lot of Tuesdays came out. It was we were ripping it up, doing new stuff. Doug Key featuring, great times. And uh, then New Year's Eve comes around. We have a six p.m. and an eight. That's it. That's the show. That's amazing. Two shows, but it's weird because six. I mean, who's going out at six? Right. So anybody? I know you tell me. Well, the six was about every show's been sold out, so I'm getting this like. Every night, I'm like, is it sold out tonight? It is? How about the next show? It is? Oh, my God. So I got used to being a sellout guy. Right. And then I show up at 6. It's about eh, third full, and it's all blue hair, baby. Oh. There's a couple of young guys in the middle, but it's a lot of geezers. Okay. So I uh, I kind of have a, a rough one. I was like, eh, cause I, I, got, I got spoiled, I'll be honest. And uh, we're, having, we're hanging out. We're having fun. And then the, the 8 o'clock show comes around, maybe half full, Normal-looking younger people, but I just bomb, bomb, because they're thinking, "What are we doing later? Are I gonna get more shots? More shots?" You see the trays going around like crazy. They're shooting shots. They're drinking drinks. Yeah, you're in the way. I'm in the way. So they're like, "We got to get to our party. We got to get to that limo. Whatever the hell they're doing." So, I, oh man, they hate it. I'm talking about race and Jews and gays, and they're like, "What? What is this?" I think I was just a show. Uh huh. And so that sucks. So it was like such a bummer to have all those great shows and the last one just be a kick in the taint. So then I text Michelle Wolf, and she's like, "We're at the Wilbur. I got Devito. I got Stone Wilbur. here. I got uh, what's her face? Becky. Oh, Cypher I love Sounds Becky. is over here. So I was like, "Oh, I love all those people." So we haul ass to the Wilbur. It's pouring rain. It's like an $800 Uber because they're surging. Yes, I had the same thing, surge. By the way, Becky, original producer of this show. Oh, that's right. That's what we pitched to. She's a big manager now. I love the Beck. <laughs> oh, so great. So we haul ass to the Wilbur. We get there, and I assume, because Saifa is there, that they're in the bowels of the Wilbur. They have a nightclub down there. Oh. So I was like, oh, Michelle must have roped off a part of the nightclub. By the way, the, she... that's also Nick's Comedy Club down there. That's right. That's yeah. right. I've bombed there a few times. So I go by and the guy's like, you're, "You're not on the list." And I'm like, "I swear to God, I'm on the list." I just talk, I'm texting her right now. I show like Michelle Wolf on my phone. They're like, "Oh, oh, you are on the list, but it's only two. But it's me, Doug, and our two ladies." Uh huh. So now we got to get them in. So I'm texting Wolf, ah, but she's drunk, dancing, living it up. So I text Devito, and he's like, "Yeah, we're in here. I'll come out and get you." And I'm like, "Oh, great." Wait, ten minutes, twenty minutes. Ah, uh, he's text a little him flighty. What? Well, text him again. And he's like, where are you? I was like, I'm at the Wilbur. I'm downstairs. And he's like, oh, we're in a different place. So I was like, ah. Oh. So now this is when I'm talking about all the, the pressure. All the girls like, what are we doing? Why did we come here? Well, I'm wet. Uh, fucking Uber sucks. I Ooh, hate myself. You know? They're wet. Well, the rain. Oh. Yeah. That's Not disappointing. the bad wet. So, uh, Would rain work as a lubricant? No. Like if you went out back and spread her cheeks open, could you fuck her in the vag with Maybe, rain? But it's salt. There's no salt in rain, is well, there? Isn't that the photo of the girl with the umbrella? The rain hits it and the salt comes out? That's a different thing. That's Morton. Yes, but that's not uh, that's not real rain. What? I think she's trying to do a bit. Like she's like, even if it was salty, you'd so I don't know what's going oh, on there, but I don't think that's the umbrella bit. I don't think it's scientifically accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you had a pork chop, you put it under the rain, it wouldn't get saltier. No, certainly not. Inch. I always thought rain had salt in it. Maybe it does. I don't know. Acid rain is something. Oh, yeah. Now, is that acid? Could I get high? I don't know. I think that's a different acid. This is like battery acid, you uh, slime. All right. Anyway, so you're so going over to the, the, the we, wet house. We go over to the other We go to the other bar. We finally get there, and now it's just like, all right, we're good. We find Wolf. We find the gang. We She's got champagne. She gives us all glasses. We hang out. We're having a cut in a rug. And I'll tell you... Having a lady and all that's a lot of work sometimes, but when that ball countdown comes by oh, yeah. and you look around and you see who doesn't have a date uh-huh. and you got a date, woo! Yeah. It makes it all worth it, big boy. Now, I think there must be a lot of Me Too happening at midnight in these clubs because everyone wants mm. to kiss, so I think a lot of people just plant like D-Day, V-Day, whatever the fuck sure. that photo is. They just grab somebody, V-J Day, whatever the yeah. day that was. E-D. Yeah, <laughs> um, HPV Day. There must be a lot of just face planting that they didn't... Probably. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think you might have something there. So did you have a nice kiss? Had a great smooch. Yes, I do. I'm a big dipper. I'm a big dipper. Oh, I love a dip. Similar yeah. to the VJ Day photo. Yes. That was a dip. Famous that was dip. A hell of, and who knows if that girl was into it. I believe that was a me too. Ooh. Time's up. Well, I feel like with the war in it, you got to just, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll make this work. But I think she's come out since and been like, I, that guy did not ask Is me. Is that and, right? Yeah, I think so. There's oh. a whole, I'm sure there'll be a movie about it. Sure, yeah. The war is no excuse. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, big smooch. And then Wolf's like, let's go to the Four Seasons. I rented the suite. Wow. Woo! We go back there, and she it's like Kevin McAllister. We go to the Four Seasons. She opens up the door. A guy pushes a cart in. We all throw a $20 at the guy's face and kick him in the ass on the way out. We pull those lids off. It's just cookies, ice cream, hot fudge sundae, whipped cream, wow. M&M's, cake, anal, queef, jizz. And we just all go in there. It was like the movie, the scene in Hook, where you can finally see the food. And he's just picking out. Oh, run home, Jack. Yes. Jack. That was a different movie. No, that was for the, the kid's name. Oh, I'm thinking of when he played the old guy who was a kid. Yeah, I never got into that one. It that was wasn't rough. my scene. Cosby's in it. No kidding. Yeah, he's in that. Wow. Yeah, fuck's a kid. He's in jail. So, uh,. Yeah, we just had a great night. The girlfriend passed out on the floor, which is always fun. We're all me and Stone and Devito are watching Shark Tank and just shitting on the guy and ribbing him and fun stuff. And then Wolf passes out. I got a photo. I got a nap chat of Wolf. Nap chat? That's uh, I do a, a gag on my Instagram stories. Uh-huh. Where I take a photo of people sleeping and I put nap chat. Oh, fun! It's really can catch it on. Man. So um, yeah, just had a great night. And then this is the worst part. You wake up, hung over out of my balls. And the lady is going back to New York, and I have to go sleep to, at Bulger's because I'm staying in Boston for a one more oh. day before I go to San Francisco. Uh-huh. So she, we put her on a bus. We do the whole big wave. Me and Bulger are waving as the bus uh, pushes his exhaust on us. Uh-huh. Did you run after her and then hit the post? Oh, I didn't see a post. Classic gag. Uh, so that she left, and then Bulger, man, we just had a, we just yucked it up. And I realized why he was so skittish. How come? He's not great around girlfriends. He doesn't know what to do. Uh-huh. He likes, he likes comedians or yeah. basketball. If she talked basketball, he'd be okay. Right, right. You're really going to talk comedy or hoop or history or he's in trouble. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, he knows more than anybody about all three subjects. But, that guy, uh, he can recite the Magna Carta. Oh, yeah. He knows his business. But if you start talking feelings or emotions, I mean, he's going to jump off a bridge. He's out. At one point, I mentioned a girl. I was like, oh, she's pretty. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he ran away. Yeah, he's going to do a bit about it and uh, talk about Sam Adams. Right, right. But you bring up the New Jersey Nets 98 squad. Forget it. Oh, yeah. So he's... One, one time he drove home. We lived together. Yeah. And we went to the bar to watch a game... And uh, they didn't have the team he wanted. So we ate like a dinner, and he's like, you know what? The uh, the Heat are playing the Jazz. It's on TNT. We don't have game. He drove home. Wow. He had to go watch the fucking Nets and Wizards play. Or something. <laughs> he's a kook. I love that about him. He is a kook. But uh, one of the best comedians. He should really move here because he's as good as it gets comedically. He's so funny, and he's funny in person just hanging out. I was dying laughing all day. So funny. And uh, Smart as a whip. We hit a diner. We, we yucked it up. Then we saw Vice. I fell asleep. Yeah, you're a sleep at a movie guy. I've done it three times in my life, and once you were there. Twice. You've slept twice at movies. One was we Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, Doc. And then we went and saw all the short films in Philly. Oh, yeah. And you slept almost entirely through that. Yes. And now you're telling me a third. So, I mean. All right, well, I'll give you three. I mean, that's three out of the last three that I've heard about. So, I mean, that's, that's a high I've, percentage. I've seen a lot of movies between then. Okay. I uh, mean, have you fallen asleep at any of them? No. Okay. Well, I'm saying we've been to the movies together three times. Once we were on drugs. We were? And the other two you slept. What were the that drugs? was you, me, and Bulger in Astoria. I think we went and saw The Happening. We were taking pills and we smoking were? weed. Yeah, that was the one where you go, if I start jerking off, don't try to stop oh, me. Oh, that's right. That's right. That, yeah. This was years ago. That oh. was like 11 years ago. Those were wild times. Whatever it was. I had a bunch of Xanax. We took Xanax and that's weed right. and a few beers, and we went and saw, I forget what it was. I think we went to- Bulger probably remembers. We went to Cheesecake Factory or something. We went to- Oh, Applebee's. Applebee's. Yeah. We got a bunch or of- Or Uno. It might have been Uno. Uno. It was Uno because you got a discount. <laughs> you bought a beer and a burger, and you get like $3 off. It felt like a deal, but like it was like a $75 tab right right i think it might have been the hat bulge and i went to the movies a lot together over there i can't remember what was what maybe it was spider-man or something but we were all fucked up i think we bought you an ac unit no i took you to buy ac in my car remember oh that was it with sarah wow pc richard and son that's right i had the car at the time 
Yes. Um, boy, oh boy, what a what a time. We watched the Marx Brothers till five in the morning. Yes. All right. So either way, went to Bulger's. We had we we and then being Bulger saw Vice. We went and ate, and then we did like four bar shows all over the city. It was great. Wow. That's he's fun. got some great bits. So good. So I then, think he's got an album. Go check it out. Bulger, B-O-U-L-G-E-R. Yes. We plugged it when it came out, but go check it out. I forget the name of it. Check it out, and then, uh, yeah, went back to his place, crashed, had like an early flight. That six-hour flight to San Fran is such a cunt. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Got to Sanny, went to bed, woke up. Forrest Shaw's my opener, who I requested. I love Forrest Shaw. He writes for the Jim Jeffries show. He used to open for Nick Griffin on the road. Oh, wow. And then Patrice. I think I hung out with him in L.A., if I'm not He's mistaken. He's got the, hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm Forrest. He sounds like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out to a Canner's Diner after the live pod. That was him. Yes, yeah. Yes. That was Forrest's show, yeah. Yeah, good egg. So then uh, all the shows were great. We sold out a few of those shows. But then you get those every now and then. People always say, hey, San Francisco, watch out for those PC, man. It's crazy. Uh. And there was a couple. There was a couple like, no, no, like after jokes. Uh-uh, that's not true. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Um... But yeah, it's I not just, true business. What I, is that? I'm joking. I know. I'm a comedian, you <laughs> twat. But yeah, so... Uh, fact-checking bits is very strange. Uh, it's crazy. But yeah, but that city, I, I, I have a love for it. I feel love walking around looking at everything in that city. Mm. It's so gritty, but it's still beautiful, but it's grimy, and there's a, there's a black guy in, a, in boxers and high heels walking by, you know? Like, oh, that's fun. It's so many hobos there, but that pier with the sea lions is amazing, and then yes. there's, then there's Haight-Ashbury, which is all trippy and kitschy, and then the houses are all row houses, but they're all wacky looking in different colors. And, and the, the Castro. Yeah, the Castro, and the strip clubs, and the big park. I went by uh, the, the, the City Lights bookstore. is beautiful. That you gotta go there when you go. I've been there. City Lights? Yes, I've been there. And then they got uh, what's it called? Uh, you know who? Francis Ford Coppola's got his Italian restaurant with Zeropia, Zotrope. Oh, Z- that's his? Yes, of I course. I took a photo of that. Yeah, it's right up there with that crazy triangle yes. building, the killer Chinese restaurant across the street. Yes. Great food. I love it all Sing over there. It, sister. Yeah. Great so. town. Great, great town. ballpark, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, just great club. That club is so tight and well done, low ceiling. You can touch the ceiling with your asshole when you're on stage. And wow. Just great nights. That and, is a uh, low ceiling. What? That is a low ceiling. Oh, yeah, very low. And uh, just <laughs> had a blast. And then we, I met up with Josh Potter. He's a Buffalo guy. Oh, Friends with Matt Wayne. Yeah, yeah. He's opening for Segura at Cobbs. Wow. So I go, what are you up to? He goes, come by Cobbs. So we went by Cobbs. We went upstairs. Segura's in there. We're drinking. I'm drinking in the green room of Cobbs with Segura. It was amazing. Wow. No theater for, for Segura. Well, he did the Masonic Temple for like two nights mm. and then did Cobbs on the on the. Last show, ah, some some deal he something had. Something seemed fishy. I knew I knew something was up. But he sold out everything. He's uh, quite uh, quite doing quite well. Yes, he is. And we all chatted about the current state of comedy. Uh huh. He's with us. Hard not to talk about it. Yeah, and it's troubling uh, times. Just uh, yeah, went back, smoked some weed, and caught that six-hour flight. I took, I stole some Dramamine from the Hudson News. All right, as you will. That shit's like $18. Oof. So I just pocketed one of those puppies. I think I pocketed like a cliff bar. I just chugged like five of them because I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm just sleeping this whole fucking flight. And I, I kept passing out, and I had the girl next to me who had to go pee every six seconds. Ah, jeez. I got to start booking a window. Ah, yes, the window. Because, then we uh, can just sleep sleep all the way. Yeah, I want to sleep the whole way. And I, I can hold in urine like you wouldn't believe. I used to do those, uh, what was that game where you taped? Edward Forty Hands. Oh, yes. I would kill every time. I'd win that every time. I'm dying right now. I got to piss like you read about. Well, there you go. I don't know how often you read about it, but. So, yeah, I got back to the city. Then me and the lady hit the town. And uh, I'll tell you, she wants to go see jazz. You ever done that? Yeah, quite a bit. It's not great. Really? I mean, I'm a guy who grew up, I grew up with jazz, so it's not like special to me. I see it, I'm like, oh yeah. Right. You know, it's like how you feel when you watch The Town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a strange analogy, but I, yeah. I couldn't I, think I, of anything. Yeah, I see. Like, uh, yeah, I guess. If it's not your scene, it's not your scene. Well, I just feel like a, a guy's going, beep, 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 beep. like, I got it. I got yeah, it. yeah, you're I not into it, it. Two minutes. It's not I your like thing. it. I put it on in my house. I don't need to watch for an hour. I see. All right. Yeah. Boy, it sounds like you got some troubles in the, in the relationship area. What? We but didn't go. We didn't see the jazz. Well, if she's planning it, let her plan. That's a, that's your dream. Let her plan. Well, you don't want to plan and have someone plan something you hate. This is why I like planning. There you that's go. That's why it's good to plan. Plan B. That way you're running the show. 
I guess so. But then don't you worry about them not liking it? Of course. Well, that's why we do a mutual. Right. You go, hey, do you like this? Oh, you do like that. All right, let's do this. You pick that, so I'll pick this. Yeah, you're right. It's tough. These relationships, you really gotta you gotta put the work in. Yeah. You hate to say it, but it's it's, it's work. You gotta really beat each other halfway and communicate and touch dicks, and, and you gotta fucking. You're supposed to want to put the work in. That's the key. Yeah, I think so. You want to wanna... make it good. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah, it's like, it's a... like comedy. Yeah, right. Or, or sex. <laughs> you know, you get under it with the, the wrench and the oil. Speaking of sex work, I gotta plug some dates. All right, I mean, butt plug. You you got you want to add another thing? Uh, I had some. What should we say? Because we got some bonus coming too. Oh, I'll just say this: You talked about the app with the ski ball. Yes. I went to Twenty Four Hour Fitness mm-hmm. out there in San Fran. Uh huh. Have you seen these machines where they don't tell you what the weights are worth, so you gotta scan it and then go to an app? No, that it's sounds brutal. horrible. Like I'm what? already in the gym. I hate being here. I don't. I want to get this over with. And now I'm sitting there scanning a fucking RX code like an idiot. Ugh. It's the worst. So fuck you. It's a called hoist. Fuck Ugh. you, hoist. Some of these future things you can tell isn't gonna work. It's not gonna, like, gonna, we're gonna try up. this. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's nah, not one of them. Sorry. Fade. Good yeah. try. But get out of here. Right, it was like someone right. that went on Shark Tank or something. Right. Like if you lift a bottle, it weighs nine pounds. You scan your foot and it well, it's shaves a, your pubes. It's You're like, because some. Dick went into 24 Hour Fitness and said, "I got a deal for you, hoist uh-huh. baby. You're gonna you're gonna scan a code and people are gonna blow you." And they're like, "Oh man, it was just a good salesman." Fuck you, hoist. hoist. Suck my fucking hoisty moist dick. Yes, hoist moist. Uh, well, hey folks, speaking of hoist and moist moisture, humidity. This weekend, I got a fucking from all by all accounts a hell gig coming up. Oh yeah. Uh, from okay. what I've heard from Sam Marill, our pal, I'm at off the Comedy Club in Naples, and if you're anywhere near there, if you're in Tampa, if you're uh, at Key West or the Keys or Fort Lauderdale, hop in the car, take the drive down. I could really use some allies, some Tuesdays. Yes, back Uh, him up, folks. Yeah, we got Sarah, or or if you have friends in Naples, send them my way and say, hey, this guy's a terrific comedian. You're going to enjoy this because I could really use the help. I've heard it's a tough, tough pill to swallow. Yeah, uh, Naples, Florida, off the hook comedy club, and it's a Thursday through Sunday, Wednesday arrival. Ooh. Five nights down there. Ooh. So come on out and uh, we have that, and then the week after that, next weekend, Chicago Zanies, and I just found this out. I only hit a bonus for Thursday and early Friday, or maybe it's late Friday. It makes more sense to be late Friday. Thursday or late Friday, get tickets to those. If you've already got your tickets, keep your tickets, but don't if you're going to buy tickets, you haven't bought them yet, buy for the Thursday show. Let's try to fucking sell out the Thursday or the late Friday. This is Boys Town. Old Town. Old Town, yeah. Because yeah. I guess they just they sell out Saturday anyway. So it's going to sell out. You're going to hit some bonuses on that one. Well, I only have two chances at bonuses, Thursday and late Friday. Oh, okay, got so it. So get tickets to those shows. That would help me, and they'll be fun shows because they'll be all fans. And then the week after that, Comedy on State in Madison. After that, it's Royal Oak, Michigan. I just added these dates to Comedian Joe List. Dot com. Go hit my site. All my late nights are on there. Spread those around. Go find our yes. late nights and spread them around. Yeah, I see all these other guys getting million, two million. We got nothing. Yeah, get those views. Leave a comment and share them on your Facebook. Share them on your Twitter. Share them. Let's ground swell this shit. We got to save comedy. Yes, there's, jokes. There's too many people out there just going, oh, this is bull, bull. Yeah, Trump's get some bits. We want some bits out there. So do that and then hit the Patreon. We're going to do we're gonna do a bonus right now. You got time to do a bonus? Yeah, I'd love to do a bonus. We're going to do a bonus. We got the live episode January 29th at the Village Underground. We got Sal Volcano coming in. Ooh-wee. That will eventually be on the Patreon. So go see that and uh, comedianjoelist.com for my dates. You go, Mar. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave you on your own because I got to piss. Here. All right, go pee. Also, I, I want to say this: not the, the relationship's going well. I don't want to make it sound like. Uh, oh yeah, well I'm just saying you gotta see some jazz. You take her to jazz. I'll see some jazz. Comedy. All you right, like it. hold her hand, suck her dick. Yeah, I'll jazz or what, in her. What does she have? A vagina. Uh, eat her vagina. Yes, I'll eat it. All right. So uh, this weekend I'm at St. Louis Funny Bone, which I hear is a a raucous romp of booze. So, uh, List loves it. I've heard good things and I've heard scary things, but I can't wait. Uh, then going down to Key West, Florida, folks. So come on by that. And then I'm doing Miami on, uh, the Saturday, Sunday. I'm doing some casino and it's called the Whatnots. Google that. That's going to be a hot one. Can't wait to get down to Miami. Then, 
Mohegan Sun with old Chris L. That's in Connecticut. Unkinsville. Worst word on the planet. Then I'm going skiing with Ari. That should be a hoot. That's on Groundhog Day. Then Hilarities, Cleveland. Come on out. I love Cleveland. Big fan. I got him involved. Good nights in Raleigh. Hello. Love that Raleigh. Love that club. Syracuse, Funny Bone, my arch nemesis. It's in the mall. Syracuse sucks. You know it sucks. I know you live there and you take offense, but let's be honest. Behind closed doors, you shit on it too. There's nothing going on. Helium, Philly, my all-time favorite. This is my white whale, I think. Or Caucasian mammal. Uh, it's a good time. Philly Helium. I love this club. I love the crowds. I love the city. So let's get kooky. And uh, Royal Oak, Michigan. Uh, Vegas at the Comedy Cellar with these Jews. I got Ari. I got Vecchione. I got List. And Madison, Comedy Club on State. I think I'm going to film an album there or record an album. Just say, fuck it. When else am I going to be back at Madison? Atlanta and uh, Roar Comedy Club. So that's in Springfield, Mass. Columbus, Ohio. I'm doing a I'm doing a gig in Columbus, Ohio at the Sonic Fest. I'm fo- I'm I'm opening for Andrew Dice Clay. Wow, Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah who? Oh, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He, he made a comeback, I think. Oh, there's a movie coming out. Jim Carrey's playing him. What? Yeah. Wow, he has on gone crazy. Yeah, fuck him. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Fuck Jim Carrey. Fuck your dad. And you know, fuck a. Uh, like a Nazi. <laughs> All right. Mazel. Signing off. Take it easy.